The pickleball chicks are obsessed with America's fastest growing sport, pickleball. Get ready for on and off the court hot topics, lots of laughs, cocktails and champagne with your hosts, Annie and Rebecca. Hey, I'm Rebecca. And I'm Annie. And we're the Pickleball, pickleball chicks. chicks. Welcome to the Pickleball Diaries. So we should probably tell our listeners just a little bit about ourselves. So Annie, who are you? I'm a mom. I have a fabulous son, a wonderful stepdaughter, lots of special nieces and nephews, and I'm a business owner, Rebecca. And I'm crazy about pickleball. I love it, love it, love it. She took my words. Oh, shoot, I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were obsessed. <laughs> and I'm Rebecca. I'm a photographer, and I have two kids in college. And I am obsessed with pickleball. So we were kind of talking. People have been asking us why we're doing this podcast and what it's going to be about. And we just had to do something. We had to have a place to talk about the game of pickleball and all the fun that comes with it. And our husbands had had it. And they told us that they couldn't listen to us anymore because they were too busy washing their hair. <laughs> we find our own friends. Here we are. So adding a bit of excitement yes. to our podcast, we are going to have every time we meet, we're going to have a in the kitchen cocktail. And so today with Bob, our first guest of our podcast, we're doing one and I can't tell you what it is yet, but it's going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're also doing a word of the day. Yes. So Annie, give the scoop on the word of the day. So fun. So each episode, we will have a word of the day. When you hear the word during the podcast, pick up your cocktail, have a little sip. Yes, because you want to for sure participate on this one. Now, I recommend a little Moet Chandon, but of course, have whatever you love. So today's word of the day. Bob. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. In honor of our guest, Bob. Yeah. We are so excited to talk about what came in the mail for us yesterday. And we used it before our ladder league here at Mega Pickle and Pong. Shout out to the girls at Mega Pickle and Pong. Oh, I love the league. It's so fun. We've met so many new friends. I know. They're awesome. The girls are awesome. Mm -hmm. And Beth, with her line drive shot, is spectacular. Okay, so um, it came in the mail to yesterday, and we used it yesterday before we played, and it made such a difference. Don't you think, Annie? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. bum bum <laughs> It's the Vulcan V100. It's so awesome. So I really thought this was a cool, cool item. And it's a hand-eye pickle trainer. So we used it yesterday. And we just went back and forth for, I don't know, a half hour before we played. And in our game, you actually have where you need to stop before you hit the ball when you're playing with your regular racket. Because this is so small that your eye... Hand coordination makes you stop and get set up correctly. So if nothing else, using this for like a half hour before you played really did make a difference. And the mm -hmm. shots that I might not have gotten in past games, I got. I mean, I rocked it. What do you think, Annie? That's fun. 
I know. I mean, we all know in pickleball, one of the things that I think we all love about it is when you have that great shot, it feels so good. It does. And when it's solid, it has to oh, be solid. The sound. That sound. And our favorite paddle is the Assassin Pro by Pink Ninja. Shout out the to pink one, of course. Pink Ninja. And upcoming tournaments. Annie, I've been looking a lot, and you've been looking a lot. So what did you think about what was your favorite one in November? Because we want to just cover the November one. Well, that's the Pickleball Chicks Extravaganza. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's the date? November 19th. Okay. And it's a pickleball chicks extravaganza and you'll mm -hmm. see a lot of it on social media it is full so and the other one that we were really excited about that we're hoping to get to is the chicken and pickled next generation and that's november 18th and through the 20th in kansas city and you know i love that area my son went to college I at know. mizzou You're gonna love it shout out the only problem is it's my anniversary on the 24th Ooh. i know so if i can get out of that um, we might we, we might be in that one i would love and our first guest we're so excited is bob lanzi he's the manager at mega pickle and pickle and pong it's so fun we're in two leagues there i love it i love it too so much fun yes. it's just been the highlight of our whole summer hasn't i it? know anyway before we ask you any questions bob we want to make sure we do our in the kitchen cocktail so in honor of you today, we're doing the pickleback. Yes, we are. Annie's never done it. I found out about it, Marco, when we were down um, last winter when we started playing pickleball. And we were in this cute little bar. Uh, oh, what was it? The, uh, what was it, The boardroom. Oh, the my board God, room. yes, the boardroom. And so some young gals came in, and they were telling us all about these shots that we're going to do. And I don't like doing shots. So they were like, oh, my God, you have to do it with us. Um, you won't taste. So it's Jameson and pickle juice. Oh, boy. Is the shot. I know. Right. And so um, you don't taste the Jameson after the pickle juice. It cancels it out. So let's all grab our paddle. Nice. Thank you. Here you are. Thank you, Rebecca. And your backup of pickle juice. Everybody grab that. I'll be using that go. right away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cheers to our first podcast. And thanks yes. so much for joining us, Bob. Here we go. Cheers. 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 <laughs> okay. Everybody's doing the shot from the paddle shot board and then we're gonna do a it really works <laughs> doesn't it Woo. i mean truly does isn't that Woo. great it, yeah Woo. a lot of pickle juice a lot of pickle juice Woo. i love pickle juice so do i yes i do so bob tell us kind of your background and how you really got into pickleball well first of all ladies thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here um here at mega pickle and pong as we were talking about before and it's been great over the past few months to get to know you. It's been super fun. Yes, we love it. Thank been, you. It's been and, awesome. And, and you were refing years ago. I was. When I played volleyball. Yep. So yeah. Rebecca was a high-level volleyball player, played high school at Columbia Heights. Yep. Yep. And believe it or not, I actually was one of her volleyball officials way back in the day. Yes, it's so fun. That's so, crazy. Such a small world. It is. So 30-some years later, I'm still blowing a whistle. Crazy. And now these guys, I get to see you <laughs> through pickleball. Love it. 
So getting back to my story, um, I actually was a high school teacher for a little bit, and then I got into Parks and Recreation with City of Eden Prairie, and I was in charge of all the adult athletics. So I always say softball, volleyball, basketball, broomball, bocce ball, anything with a ball, I was working with it. So it was <laughs> awesome. We had over 10,000 adults participating in the sports at Eden Prairie, and then we wow. also, I worked with youth athletic associations, all the ones you can imagine, and over 10,000 youth. So wow, that's cool. Yeah. So we were really busy and I did that for 17 years. And then in 2003, I was asked to come over to the Eden Prairie Community Center and to be one of the management team over there. So in particular, working with the ice rinks. Well, that was kind of the beginning of my community center journey. And then along with that, in 2008, the community center did a big expansion, including a gymnasium, and we had some court space basketball courts and volleyball courts. We still didn't know in 2008 that there was such a thing in pickleball, but <laughs> in the spring of 2011, we had some seniors that actually came back from Florida and Arizona. In particular, Florida, they had been playing pickleball. And my parents play. I mean, they've been playing for years too in Texas. And I was like, oh, okay. Well. Yep, so this was in 2011. So they were telling us about it and said, well, we've been playing down south. We'd like to play here in Minnesota. Of course, we all had to look up what pickleball was. We had no, <laughs> we had no idea what it was. And so as soon as we found out what it was, it's like, okay, we can do that for you. So it actually started at our senior center court. We had some outdoor courts and they put some tape down and they would just tape daily and then they would play oh, on the wow. courts. So all of a sudden fall came and they're saying, it's getting kind of cold out here. We need to do this inside. So we had just poured a new tartan floor and we did not have pickleball lines. And so the very first year of pickleball inside the community center in 2011, we had blue painter's tape. And wow, after, I love it. it was awesome. After the first year, it was so popular that we said, let's go ahead and let's, let's invest in lines. So the community center starting in 2011, we started, we had pickleball lines. So then since I did adult athletics, I said, well, I can do some stuff for these guys. So we started offering along with how to play pickleball, which I didn't know how to play. Um, we also started having some drill session. People were asking about that. And then we did our first pickleball leagues. Wow. And actually um, the version that we play here at Mega Pickle and Pong, the very first version of that was at the Eden Prairie Community Center in 2011. So these ladder leagues that we do are over 10 years oh, old. Oh, wow. And I'm sure people did it previously, but it was something that um, we found that worked out really well. Um, we knew that they were pretty successful because we only had four courts. So we would have two 90-minute time slots, and we would put a league out there, and literally in less than five minutes, all of our leagues would fill. We wow. People, Back in 2011. 2011. Wow. And we had people coming from Forest Lake. We had people coming up from Mankato. There was really no one during that time running pickleball leagues. Oh. So people were really excited to play. Oh, that is cool. That's yeah, cool. So that, that is... so that was a fun beginning. Um, so I started operating these leagues, running these leagues. I said, well, it would be a good idea if I would play. So <laughs> some of the seniors say, Bob, you've got to play. And you guys will laugh because I'm 63. Well, I was 52 at the time. And I said, I'm way too young for this. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know that today in 2022, over half the people learning how to play pickleball are in their 20s or below. Yeah. 
crazy. So it really, the dial has spun. Um, the seniors that asked us in 2011, they were all in their late 60s and 70s. And that really was the average age of most of the pickleball players. What we've seen throughout the years is obviously the age has gone down significantly mm -hmm. now. So I believe the average age is in the mid forties. Wow. And so with a good chunk of those players being significantly younger, which is really fun to see. Yeah. Yes. Now you were talking about the tips that um, Bob had told you mm -hmm. for our blog. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, well, first of all, thank you for being so encouraging. Sure. You have made pickleball so fun for us. We fell in love in Marco with pickleball, but it really wasn't until we came back to Minnesota that we started to understand pickleball, which makes it more fun. So right. You, I mean, well, again, we're addicted. We're obsessed. We love it. Right. So as far as the tips go, you mentioned two tips, and we've shared those with our blog or on our blog, and we'd love for you to share those with our listeners. Sure. I'd be more than happy to. I think the two tips that I've learned for myself, and it really seems to help me, um, part of it comes from my officiating background mm -hmm. because I've 38 years, I've seen lots, I've officiated lots of sports. So I've watched lots of softball games, lots of volleyball matches, lots of basketball games. And the thing that I find in also now delving into pickleball, the thing that I find is most of the time when people are losing a point, it's because of a mistake that's been made. So what I usually say is instead of trying to hit a winner to that corner on the left side, try to hit a non-loser to a good spot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. That really helped me in particular, even when I'm playing players that are stronger than myself, I'm just noticing um, going for that line and you miss it by three inches and it's still out. Right. So right. if you can keep the ball in play. Yes. try to hit non-losers, you're going to be really successful. That really connected me. When we first started playing at Pickle and Pong, that was the one thing that when you said that, I was like, oh, my God, my whole game's going to be different now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, truly, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It kind of takes the pressure off. I know. You don't feel like you have to hit winners. Right. Yes. 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 And then what was the other tip? Because the other one was really good, too. I mean, there were two things that I love. What was the other one? The other one, which I really love, is take note when you make a mistake, oh, yeah. where were you standing? Yeah. What I always say to players, and myself included, I said it yesterday morning at six in the morning, whenever I make a pickleball mistake, I ask myself, where are my feet and where's my paddle? Mm -hmm. And I really don't need a coach to help me with that. That right. will answer most of the questions I have that um, if I wasn't ready and someone drove it and all of a sudden they hit it to that chicken wing spot that I wasn't able to get to, well, where was my paddle? And likewise, a lot of the time when they're hitting winners, it's because my feet weren't where they were supposed to be. Right. Maybe I'm take, I'm guarding an area of the court that doesn't even need to be guarded. And so now I've left both my partner and I more susceptible. Right. And then <laughs> that spot down the middle because I was guarding the line that I didn't need to guard. Yes. So those have been two things that I feel that have really helped me. And there again, it seems like when you look at the players, um, even around the world, our number one player in the world is Ben Johns. He's not always initiating, but he always seems to be in the right spot. And it's very seldom that you see him scrambling. Mm. That's what I was going to ask you is who is your favorite professional pickleball player? Okay. Well, I've actually got two. I've <laughs> got a guy and I've got a gal. 
So Riley Newman's my favorite male player. And I think the reason that I like Riley is because um, he came from a different sport. He did tennis, but he was also, um, he did basketball and volleyball. So a variety of sports that really intrigued me. And the thing that I think I liked more about it is he had an unorthodox style for holding his paddle. Um, When you watch Riley, he does, he was really the first pro male that I saw that was exclusively when he's in the kitchen, both forehand and backhand, he's doing two-handed forehand, two-handed backhand. Yeah. And it was just really unique. It wasn't the traditional tennis style. Right. And that resonated with me because I don't necessarily, I play with a couple fingers on the paddle. I knew too. Um, kind of like the table test. I know. People say, well, that, don't do that. Yes, we've, so, been, we've been told that. We've been told, right? All the peers will say, don't do that. But, but I like it. So yes. I'm going to go with that. And yeah. so seeing Riley do something different really resonated with me. Yeah. And then as far as on the female side, um, Catherine Parenteau. Mm-hmm. I just love watching her game. I mean, to be quite honest, it's like poetry in motion. Yes. She's working so hard. She's trying so hard. But there's just a gracefulness about her game that is just really, really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And I've really seen, actually throughout the years, um, being a fairly high-level sports official, doing both high school and college, and in basketball, doing high school and college, a lot of times with some of these games, and actually pickleball has become one of those games, quite often the ladies' game is more enjoyable as a fan to watch than the men game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Volleyball in the Olympics is a really good example. The guys, volleyball players in the Olympics, it's fun to watch them, but the bumps, the sets and the spikes are just really boom, boom. Right. The ladies game is just, it's more fun. There's more teamwork involved. Yep. um, More strategy, the finesse added to it. You know, gymnastics. I think most people would say, well, I like ladies gymnastics versus guys. So there's sports that are like that volleyball really is that way and because that's really it i've got a place in my heart with that pickleball's become kind of the same thing and then also the beautiful thing about um, pickleball is the fact that along with guys pickleball and ladies pickleball we have a lot of mixed pickleball going on Mm -hmm. where it's a great opportunity for couples to get together or friends to get together and it brings a different dynamic to the game so who was it that you were talking about um your favorite pro pickleball the girlfriend Okay, Sydney Steinecker. Oh, um, so, yeah. we all love her. Right? So, pickleball Barbie. And of course, you guys would say, well, of course, you we like her. Yeah. You know, but really, to be quite honest, the thing that I liked about her was. And it's somebody to follow. We should was, all follow her on Instagram. Yes, she, she, right? yes. she was. Some, we follow her. Right? Yeah. She was someone to follow. And the thing that she has is she has access to a lot of the pros. So, her boyfriend is Colin Johns. Um, who's part of the number one men's team. And so it's just been interesting as she's, whether she's down in Austin, Texas, where they train out of, mm-hmm. or she's a fairly good pickleball player herself, but she's not a pro. And so, be, but because she has access to the guy pros and the lady pros, and when you watch her, whether it's on Instagram or a podcast, she makes it fun. She is super and fun. That's yeah. what yes. I love. I yes. love when someone doesn't take themselves too seriously yes. and they have fun with the sport of pickleball, yes. that always resonates with me. Yes. Oh. I just love that. Okay. So what do you think is uh, the future of pickleball with women? Uh, but I guess really pickleball in general. Great question. So coming from the city of Eden Prairie um, within our state, the state of Minnesota, I was asked several times over the past several years to speak to our state organization. 
So we would have an audience of park and rec directors, sports organizers. Um, we would go to the MRPA state convention. I actually, the first time I spoke about pickleball was in 2014. Wow. And there was a group of about a hundred, maybe seven or 80, but close to a hundred. The next year was in 2016. And you could tell here in the Twin Cities, it was really starting to catch on where all of a sudden we did another state thing. And now there was over 150 people, communities that said, we'll never have pickleball right, there. Right. They were starting to be interested in it. And that's... I was originally a history major and that's what I was teaching in school. So I always liked the history of the sport. Yeah. And I know that we've, you know, we've, everybody's heard about the dog named Pickles and it started on the island. And in 1965. Yeah. So they tell the story in case someone doesn't know. Right. Wink, wink. Right. right. <laughs> and it really wasn't the dog, but it was the boat. And it was a pickle boat. All that, all that good stuff. So that's not the stuff that interests me. I think the thing yeah. that's more so that interests me is to see where has something been and where is it going to? Yeah. Yes. And I think the thing in particular that I've been intrigued with, with pickleball was you could see in the very beginning when people were coming to our park and rec departments and our department, Needham Prairie was one of those. At first they were just saying, you know what, just tape some lines, just give us something on a tennis court. We'll do, we'll make do. And then now, as you've seen the progression through the years, one of the things that I said, and I was saying this in 2014 and 2016, the day will come and there will be individual fenced um, pickleball courts. Now, the park and rec departments that I was speaking to, they weren't really having it because it was really hard for them because usually when they think of a park, like a neighborhood park, they think, well, let's have a basketball court and a volleyball court. Yes. Maybe there's a little soccer field and there's a place for kids to play. But when it comes to something, there'll be one tennis court, maybe two if you're lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. when it comes to a large gathering spot where people want to gather, they just did, they didn't have it in their five-year plan, their 10-year plan, or their 20-year plan. Oh, really? And so what happened was, is all of a sudden, as pickleball enthusiasts were going to their communities and saying, what about us? We really, really want to play. And didn't you notice we're on a couple tennis courts? We've turned into six pickleball courts. And look at all the people waiting. And oh yeah, by the way, there's a vacant tennis court that nobody's on. Right. Well, and now you come here and all the leagues fill up. Like we had to run out while we were playing to sign up for a league right? that well, was going to start in the well, fall. That's, that's the interesting thing about it. So the thing that I talked about was, is that eventually the park and rec departments would catch up. And yeah. so it's been fun. I mean, even one good example was Chaska. They originally kind of gave the Heisman said they weren't going to do it. Well, they've got beautiful courts now. Oh, Chanhassen, where we are, they've got a couple sets of courts where people play. Now the small community of Victoria's has one. There's hardly a community that you can come across that either doesn't have their own private pickleball outdoor right, courts, right. or if they don't have that, then they're got, they've got it in the making or they're going to be creating it. Yeah. I think where the next phase is, and this is something that I spoke to, would be eventually there would have to be indoor courts. And I think that's where the rub is. For myself as a sports official, I know that I'm inside those gyms and all of a sudden November hits and us pickleball players, the same gym space, court space we're looking for, basketball needs it, volleyball needs right, it, wrestling right. needs yes, it, yes. after school activities yep. need it, little mm -hmm. kids gymnastics needs it. And so what would happen is the sport would grow throughout the summer. Now there's a whole bunch of players and now Minnesota winter hits and it's like, where do we go? And mm -hmm. so that's why for us at the community center at the time, 
people were coming in droves because there was really nowhere to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so literally, if it wasn't a church basement, I would be on carpet floor, tile floor. Yeah. We had a tartan gym floor, a wooden floor, none of the things that are really desirable. Right. We were actually playing with an indoor ball, which us pickleball players, as we all know, right. do not like it. <laughs> no. Well, so, but that was the choice, even though that's what you did. And so then everybody, as soon as they could, well, I'm going down south so I can play on real right. pickleball courts, whether on a tennis court. But then the final progression of that was to have a hard surface indoor court mm -hmm. and that it would be coming through private enterprise because there again, park and rec departments, community educations, yes. really at the time and even to this day, they really don't have the bandwidth to have a building with something like we have here at Mega Pickle and Pong. Yeah. Where we've got six beautiful, beautiful. You know, cushion court surface people love to play on yep. they're fully fenced yes. and it feels like you're outside and right. here in minnesota a lot of times it's better than you're being outside they're air conditioned so all of the elements go away exactly and so it's a whole different game from outside and we know because yes. we thought we were rocking and we went outside and i was like oh my god i can't even get the ball <laughs> the wind the wind. Yeah. yeah yeah but we do love it here we love mega yeah. just such a beautiful facility created yeah. here yep well, really thank, love thank you. Well, thank you to our owners. You know, so we've got Rick and Andrew who are two owners and they've done a great job with creating this space and they've given me an opportunity to be here. Yes. Well, we so appreciate you joining us on our first podcast. Yes, it's we been do. so fun. Anybody affected by the pickleback? Ooh, not yet. Who wants another one? <laughs> <laughs> Next week, same time, same Next place, right? I we'll, we'll go with it. that. Well, thank you so much, Bob. Yes. It was so much fun. Ladies, thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Great. We could speak with you for hours. I know. Hours. I know. And we'll see you at League on Wednesday, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. I'll 11 be there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. And if you have any questions, send us a message or if you have any ideas for the upcoming show. Oh, we would love to hear from you. Remember, we're all over social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is, we're there. Yes, we are. It's actually Pickleball Chicks. With an X. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Until See. next time. See you on the court. Oh, yes. And make sure you're wearing something fabulous. <laughs> and if you haven't had enough of us Whatever yet, it is, we're there. The yes, we are. Our handle is chick, chickle, pickle, chickle, chick, 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 the chickle, pickle, chick, the chickle ball, ball chicks with an X. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my god, lick shit. it up, lick it up, lick it up. I'm drinking while she's preparing. I've got the best job of all. <laughs>